0: Welcome to the Sales Factory. I'm your host, Coach Carol. Hope you are doing well. Happy Monday to you. Happy Motivation Monday. Always right here in the Sales Factory, Monday, 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Stream Live on Facebook. You might be catching us on the podcast or over on the edited version which is a lot more fun to watch, I might add you. Uh, Thanks to my man Andy, hooking you guys up with some edits over on YouTubes. So make sure you hop over there, hit the subscribe button, and remember, you can find me uh, 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 right there, (laughs) all social media, hashtag, Coach Carroll. Today we're continuing on the topic of the two-part series of cold calling. So uh, I'm going to give you three techniques, if you will, three methods, uh, strategies that you can use uh, on making cold calls. And if you missed the show two weeks ago, um, I was basically giving you guys the overall idea that cold calling still works. And I gave you some ideas of why it did. And then if you watched, I actually did a live cold call on the live air, uh, <laughs> I guess they are on Facebook, and uh, set an appointment for one of my guys to go do a quote. So uh, if you didn't check that out, you can go find the recap. Uh, the best place to watch that, like I said, is over on YouTube. Uh, if you wanna catch it live and interact and ask comments live, um, then the best place to do that is here on Facebook. So if you're watching, type in the comments there, let me know where you're from, hit that thumbs up, uh, let me know you're watching. I can see all of the comments right here live, this technology stuff. Pretty amazing. So, uh, last week I was out. I actually went to Brendan Bouchard's High Performance Academy. Uh, thanks to my good buddy Keith Kalvis for inviting me to that. Um, man, it was it was spectacular. I'm not sure where. Let me show you guys this real quick. Oh, oh. Ah, here we go. A little sound effect in there for you. Um, I took probably eighty pages worth of notes. From High Performance Academy, and the thing was amazing. Uh, I shared a couple of the tips already over my Instagram. Um, you can check that out. I got some videos over there. I think I might have put it on my story, so you might have missed out. Um, that's really where a lot of my content is going out. That's the easiest way for me to put out content. Um, rest in peace to Snapchat. A lot of people's not liking the user interface. I think they'll still come back around, but for right now, uh, my my viewership got cut in like half over there. So I think the attention's on Instagram. So for those of you that follow me, not just only for the millennial mindset and you know the sales factory, getting getting your sales game tight, but also from the marketing perspective, um, you know I want you to understand that instagram stories man is pretty cool especially with the discoverability with the hashtags that'll be a whole nother show but uh today we're talking about cold calling last week i was out i apologize and i don't know if it was from flying in airplanes lack of sleep or what i came back and just crashed man like 14 and a half hours straight oh, sleeping uh but now i'm i'm trying to recharge i felt a little better but man i got this like crazy chest cold so i'm a little bit congested i apologize but um brennan man i just gotta i gotta just to honor him for a second, that event was phenomenal, man. From being a speaker myself, Brendan is a guy that I've, I've come to look up to. Keith introduced me to him, and in the beginning, I was like, I don't know about this guy. I mean, he seems kind of cheesy, kind of corny. Now I not he's kind of like me. Uh, but the cool thing was he held the attention of 2,000 people in this room for four days. Four days in a row. He was the only speaker. It uh, wasn't one of these like multi pitch fest types of uh, events, which was really cool. And I mean, world class. So if you guys haven't checked him out, go check out Brendan Burchard. Um, I just think that it's not about like trying to keep you as my audience, right? Like if you're vibing with Coach Carroll, you guys are going anywhere, right? Like you can go find other people. Uh, it's not like cheating on social media. Uh, you can go check out brendan.com. He's got some uh, some really good products. Great videos really help you with just motivation and, and personal development stuff. So, uh, with all that being said, let's get into some cold calling. So, the first thing I want to talk about, and, and, and these are coming directly out of my book, Phenomenal Phone Calls. And for you, for those of you that are maybe new to the channel, um, that that don't know uh, what phenomenal phone calls is. It's a book that I released about two years ago, two and a half years ago. And uh, it quickly went to be a bestseller on Amazon. And uh, it was a limited release we've since, I think my team took it down, maybe not, you might be able to go get the first edition, but uh, we've completely revamped it. The first edition was just straight words, right? No pictures, no drawings, no nothing. Now we've completely revamped it into a really nice PDF. And um, I'll I'll give you guys a little special something at the end, if you hang with me throughout the show here. But um, everything that I'm going to teach you today comes straight out of Phenomenal phone calls. Okay, this this is how I've structured my pitches, how I create my cold calling scripts. Um, so I'm going to share three methods or three tactics that you guys can use today, starting right now. As soon as this shows over, pick up the phone, start using them. And it's going to increase your conversion. Right? We talk about that in a funnel. Like you're going to see this back here. I didn't want to show you my whole. Uh, fun. I guess you can kind of see my whole funnel. I know if you scream about it. There it is. There's the coach girl it on our funnel. Uh, so so there, this over here is talking about conversions, right? That's what I really care about is what is the conversion rate, right? How many people see an ad? How many people convert by clicking on it? How many people go to the landing page? How many opt-in? What's that conversion rate, right? Cold calling's the same way. How many dials can I make to how many conversations can I get? That's conversion rate. Out of those conversations, How many people can I set an appointment with? That's a conversion rate. Out of those appointments set, how many people do I close? That's another conversion rate. Okay. So you have to understand that sales, and I hate this because some things in sales, listen, guys, as much as I want to say that all these old guys back here, some of them, actually most of them are dead. I think Grant, um, rest in peace, Ziggy. But, I mean, Grant probably one of the only living guys. Like, I studied the greats, man, of, of sales training, and that's how I my skill level. I quickly learned that you don't have to fall flat on your face. Like, you literally can, like, hold on to the shoulders. You don't have to climb up. You don't have to be taller. I don't think I'm better than anybody. I'm just holding on to the shoulders, man, and going from shoulder to shoulder to shoulder of the greats, right? Russell Brunson, uh, he's a quote in his webinar that he says, you know, you can normally see the pioneers because they're laying face down They got arrows in their back, right? You don't have to reinvent the wheel. And the great thing about it is cold calling has been around forever. And much like we're seeing in traditional media, traditional media was, you know, like this, it got big, and now we're starting to see a decline, right? And I think eventually it'll come back around. Um, Probably not. I don't don't think anybody's going to buy TVs. I think the Gen, what do they call them, Gen Zs or Gen Ys, Gen Xs, uh, they're not going to buy television. I just don't think they are. If you do buy a television, the only reason they're buying it is to play gaming on. Um, Everything is going to mobile device. So what's that mean for you when you're trying to make cold calls? It means that this thing works dialing people better than it ever has because the new era of salespeople, and listen, I, I fight it every single day. I don't fight it. I enjoy it. But I help coach people through this is that they have to get on the phone. Our society is becoming so introverted that we're having a hard time communicating with people, right? It, it's difficult for people to be removed from society, playing games, being on social media, not having that one-to-one content or contact and then be 100% comfortable or expect them to be able to go in and make 30, 40, 50, 100 dials in an hour on a phone. It's not going to happen, right? This is something you've got to get acclimated to. But none of that matters if you don't do my first strategy or my first method that I'm going to share with you today. You have to know exactly why you're making the call. If you don't know why you're picking this phone up to dial, right? If you're you're not 100% convinced and convicted that what you're talking to that person about matters and you know that you need to get to that point, then you're going to um and ahs until the person either hangs up on you or talks you off the phone. So what's 100% conviction mean? It means you need to know why you're calling that person. And for me, the way I train, and we talk about this a little bit in phenomenal phone calls, is that you have to set the appointment. The number one mistake most people make when they try to do cold calls is they try to sell over the phone, okay? So, for instance, let's just take pressure washing services, window cleaning services. Ring, ring, like, uh, yeah, hey, man, just call on. Do you guys need any cleaning done? And, like, it doesn't matter. Do you need insurance? Do Do you need real estate? Do you need banking services? Do you need a bubble gum vending machine? It doesn't matter. If you try to make that pitch over the phone, you're literally, like, trying to hit a home button, right? Just get on base, it's kinda like the dating game, right? Like you gotta go to first base first, right? Gotta hold hands first, Uh, and then you gotta hug, and then, you know, it'll escalate from there. But you, you have to get to first base first. What that means is, look, man, I know you're super busy, so am I, I probably caught you at a bad time, I was just wondering, can I get 15 minutes, probably not even 15 minutes, can I get five minutes of your time later on today, or sometime this week? That's it. I'm in and out, man, that first phone call. Can I get some time? In and out. Now, last week when I made that dial and I set the appointment for John, I was doing that to show you guys, like, that's me setting. Like, let me come there to your office, do the quote and the measurement and estimate, right? If you just want to set a quote estimate, like, that is the easiest appointment in the world to set. Like if you're selling on a local market, now for us, like when we're selling our ad tech services, that's a little more difficult because now we're setting the appointment to pitch the service and give the contract, right? And actually we send the contract beforehand, but we're setting the appointment to pitch the service and then the appointment to follow up. And so it gets a little bit more difficult because you're not face-to-face and and people still like doing business with people, okay? That's, that's just how we are. But if you don't know that you're trying to set that appointment right out the gate, if you don't know that that is the reason that you're tr- that you're making the cold call, you're going to be fucked <laughs> so bad. Like, it's it's just not going to work out. You're going to crash and burn. Right okay, If you're feeling this, hit the thumbs up. I, I miss Periscope, man. Periscope, you can do a little thing. Did you guys remember Periscope? Throw up the hearts. Um, maybe I'll need to just get another phone in here streaming on Periscope too because I, I miss those hearts shout out smart water, drinking it, that'd be paying me for it. Um, so let's, so that's strategy number one, right? You got to understand that you, you have to know why you're making the cold call. Okay. Once that's all squared away, once we know that, excuse me, once we know exactly why we're making the call, then comes the dial. Right. And, and we talked about this, I think two weeks ago, called it three by three. Um, and if not, this comes out Phenomenal phone calls too. I just recorded the brand new audio book like two weeks ago before I went to Brennan's event. So uh, we got that back yesterday as well. So pretty excited about that. Um, So three by three, I'll give you the strategy is three minutes worth of research and then let's make the dial, right? Like give me three, you can research it up, study it. If it's a a new prospect, give me three minutes and you got to make the dial. You have to be aware of what, what I call call reluctance. And that means you're just trying to find something anything. It doesn't matter. Just something other than picking up the phone and dialing it. Right. And so this happens with low level salespeople is they don't want to make the dial. They, and here's what it really comes down to. You fear the rejection. You fear the person on the other end of the phone saying no to you because in society, especially in American culture, that is what our biggest fear is, is that fear of rejection and and not being accepted. Right. And so you're putting yourself in a in a mentally and psychologically demanding position by being on the phone all day. Um, It's not an easy job. And don't please don't ever skew my enthusiasm towards it. As meaning that it's easy because it's not. Um, This is something that's very difficult. It's right up there with public speaking because you're talking to someone um, that doesn't know who you are. And point blank, it's, that's a difficult conversation to have. So I'm sitting here on my end. It looks like the picture is a little pixelated. So I apologize, um, apologize if the stream's coming through a little weak. Um, what's not weak is my cool call game. And that's what we're helping you with today. So if you're just tuning in, this is The Sales Factory. I'm Coach Carroll. It's a little after 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Every Monday, we're right here. If you're on the podcast, you get, if you're not listening, if you haven't downloaded the podcast, I got people snapchat me and Instagram story me all the time, like send me DMs like, bro, podcast was fire this week. Sales Factory was awesome. When's the Sales Factory's new episode coming out? So it's every Monday. We put it out. We launch it on Friday uh, by the end of the week. So appreciate you guys tuning in. It means the world to me. I love coming on here and just pouring into you guys, right? Like there's a uh, the, – I think it was a uh, – I think it was a Zen, Zen monk guy that said that you, you can only fill your cup up um, until it's full, right? And then you have to pour it out into others and fill it up again. So, like, this is why I do this. I learn things. I do things. And then I teach things. And then I go back and repeat again. It's like I climb to the top of the mountain and then I come back down to get you guys. I'm like, oh, we got to go to the top of the mountain. We go to the top of the mountain. And I go climb another one. And I come back down to get you guys. I'll take you with me. Um, it's just awesome to be able to give and serve and to be able to look into this camera and know that like hundreds of people are going to see this video man it's just it's amazing it's so cool and so humbling so i appreciate you thanks for tuning in and in and chilling with me for you know 20 30 minutes to help you improve your sales game and help you grow your business right i'm all about team entrepreneurs and primarily team millennial entrepreneurs right because we're the next wave of employers all right, a little side note here. Like, I truly believe. And I put this on video several times. I'll just say it again. We're about to go through the 1920s again. Right, the the dawn of like proprietorship. Don't look at the media. Don't worry about Zucks like fucking with your data. Listen, privacy is not a big issue. right? If you don't have anything tied, there's no worries about privacy. Okay. You only have to worry about security, right? Like, we don't want him losing our password. We don't lose it when he losing our driver's license number, or credit card information, things like that. That's a security issue. But privacy, like, I don't give a fuck if you know that I like Game of Thrones, right? Like everybody likes Game of Thrones or uh Westworld, right? Tori loves Westworld. Can't wait for that to come back on. So and, you know, and, and advertisers use that shit. Like they've been using that forever. If you don't believe me, um hello, postcards, like if if you're gonna mail to a certain neighborhood, you're using the information that you hey, you live in a nice neighborhood, send you postcards. Like that's that's not privacy. Like have to have a gated community. I can still send postcards there. So there's a lot of things that are going on in the world right now, but I truly believe that we're about to go through the 1920s again. Entrepreneurship is about to run rampant. Um See Matthew said thanks DJ appreciate you dude I appreciate you thanks so much uh, and make sure you guys hit that share button don't keep me a secret like let's share this with everybody I'm not selling shit you don't have to pay for this program um it's you know it's like PBS it's free <laughs> I'm I'm just trying to live up to being Mister Rogers um, maybe one of these days I'll change my shoes before I do the show but. I digress. Anyway, back to it. 1920s. We're, we're we're really about to go into this. Like entrepreneurship is is going mainstream. Being a proprietor is going mainstream. Um, there are people that are literally making wedding signs and quitting their job to because they they can sell this shit on Etsy and like go full time. Like there there are people that are utilizing social media to sell their services. And and now they don't have to, um, you know, be in this like cubicle in the PNC tower and hate their life. Like there's there's just a lot of dynamics that are shifting, and I think that that's just going to keep pumping to millennial entrepreneurs. Um, and and I love it, man. I'm so excited about it. But some of the things about business are tried and true, like cold calling. I, it's never going to die. Um, you 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 have to adapt. And then you have to overcome, right? Like that's just part of evolution. Um, that's not anything that's like, oh my gosh, oh, came down to the heavens and I made it up. Uh, it, it's just part of business. And so a lot of these books back here that I've read, I've learned, and I'm like, man, these books are saying the same shit over and over and over and over again. And at first I was like, <clears throat> excuse me, these guys are just copying each other. But it's not. The facts are the facts, And, and the, the bedrock is the bedrock. And like the, the way that it is, it is is. like you, you can't get away from what I like to call the fundamentals, right? And the fundamentals in business is you have to learn sales. You have to learn marketing, right? And so selling with this phone, um, and I shared this on the last video on last week's, uh, show is that, this has closed me my 10 biggest projects ever, ever. The 10 biggest jobs, projects, invoices, however you want to classify them, you know, sales, whatever it needs to be, the 10 biggest ones, they all started with a cold call. And so if you think that your potential is limited, if you think that you're not making the money you deserve to make, if you think that you aren't where you want to be in life, All you have to do is pick this thing up and dial because all the people out there in the world that have one of these, you can contact them and they'll give you their money. If you'll provide a service, a product or an idea that betters their life. That is, that is where we are going now. No frivolous spending. You're going to see, I really do believe that you're going to see this downtrend in frivolous spending. Like honestly, unless you're just uber fucking rich a ferrari or a lambo makes zero fucking sense like if you're gonna go drop three hundred thousand dollars on a fucking lambo and then say hey they're in my garage like <laughs> i'm just kidding Ty. uh if you're gonna if you're gonna spend that money i would much rather take see you take three hundred thousand dollars and go invest it in a you know oh let's see what's a multiple call it three hundred thousand dollars actually a lambo probably gonna be Lambo Ferrari might even be up in the 400000 range. You're talking about a $1.52 million multifamily or storage unit property that then turns around and pays you a 15% cash-on-cash dividend to that $1.5 million. Like, It's crazy, right? Like, It's stupid, really, unless you're just at that level. I mean, I know a guy here in town that's doing almost a couple hundred million dollars in his companies, and like, it's like a normal dude. A regular vehicle. Because what I'm learning about the higher up I get and the more successful I become and the access that I'm gaining to these people. And I, I feel like it's my duty to come back and tell you. And I promise, I'm promise, I'm gonna, I'm gonna bring this back to cold calling. Okay. Stay with me here. My duty is to find this, this information and then share it with you. Because I didn't have wealthy family members, I didn't have wealthy neighbors, like, I mean, my dad busted ass to to put us in middle class, right, and so to not have access to be able to talk to those people, like, you don't know what you don't know, and school sure as fuck isn't going to teach us that, so I had to go learn from these wealthy guys, and what I'm learning is, is that when you get to that uber successful level, like, that kind of stuff just doesn't really matter. Now, if you have a passion for cars, like, if Ferraris is your thing, and I got a buddy that's for us, he didn't have one to show off. He's got three. <laughs> so, like, if that's your thing, like that's that's your thing. Like, I'm cool with it. But I just think we need to realign what our perspective is in business. Like, you literally can pick up this phone, right? We're going back to cold calling now. You pick up this phone, sell your service to especially B2B. If you're going B2B, this is the best way to do it, right? B2C, I still have Facebook ads, hands down. But we're talking B2B and cold calling. This right here we'll make you some fat stacks of cash. You just have to get over the fear that you have inside of here is holding you back, that's it. So, method number one, gotta know exactly why the hell you're calling, okay? Um, number two, we talked about the three-by-three three research. That was kind of weak, so I'm gonna give you another one. Uh, we'll call this number two, part two. Um, <clears throat> you have to understand that when you make a cold call, when that phone is very first answered, there's a couple things that go through the person's mind, right? Like even if this phone's ringing right now, there are a couple things that would go through my mind. Do I know who's calling me? Caller ID. If not, I instantly think it's a sales call. If I'm thinking it's a sales call. I'm thinking somebody's about to waste my time, right? If you get someone to pick up the phone, and this is why I like calling B2B, because if you call cell phones and the person doesn't know, excuse me, they're not going to pick up the phone more than likely, right? But if you call an office where there's a front desk person, they're gonna answer. That's their job. Like, so all these stats that are like 95% of cell phone or 95% of phone calls don't get answered. Bullshit. If you call an office, it gets answered every fucking time because the the boss stand in the back is paying homeboy or homegirl up front to answer the phone when it rings, right? So don't believe that bullshit that's like nobody answers the phone anymore. No, nobody answers this phone anymore. You've got to work your way. Again, remember changing, adapt, and overcome. So, all right, cool, I'm not going to call their cell phone. I'm going to call the front office, okay? And so what that means is I'm going to call the front office, and when Monica answers and she says, thanks for calling ABC Supply Company, this is Monica, I'm gonna do what my uh, one of my old mentors Chuck taught me. It's called a voice up. You say, "Monica, Monica," right? Rick, my voice elevates, and it's got this question mark at the end of it, right? Like you want to read her name as if it had a question mark at the end, right? Josh, try it right now. Like I don't know, maybe you're driving down the road or something. Please, no, please don't just drive down the road. But maybe you're sitting in your office, right? It's it's 4:30 in the afternoon. Like I'm done for the day. I'm tuning into the sales factory. Uh, and so, say it, like whatever your name is, Rick, James, Josh, Josh, DJ? Like, you gotta up that voice tone. And what that does is it makes them perk up their ears, and when you say it, you gotta go silent, completely silent. They're gonna go, yeah? That voice-up technique will dramatically improve your connectability and your punch. Because now those people are plugged in for what you're about to say to them, okay? Now, next thing is you've got to know what they'll say. So you've got to punch down that, that opening line. It's got to be something with power. It's got to be impactful. And I teach you how to do that in a phenomenal phone calls book. So uh, that's number two, voice up part two, two part B, whatever you want to call it. Uh, Andy, you'll figure out something to put in there for that. (laughs) And so let's talk about number three, okay? Because I told you I was going to give you three tips. Actually, Amanda told me I need to give you guys three tips. So shout out to Amanda. You guys got to give her much love. She's the one that helps me put these shows together every week. Um, So I really couldn't do this whole Coach Carol thing without my awesome team. So a a lot of stuff goes to them. I'm just the guy that gets on here and downloads my brain for you guys. So Thank you, Amanda. Thank you, Andy, for helping me with all this stuff. So tip number three is you always have to have a specific next step. You have to know what you're going to do next, right? Like, good job, Buckwheat. You got through. You got past the gatekeeper. You got to the guy. You set the appointment. Now what the fuck are you going to (laughs) do? A lot of times people are like, oh, uh, set the point. Uh, Okay. I'm going to tell you, okay? So here's what happens. When you are on the phone and you can get the person to set a call, right? the best thing you can do, you're going to get objections, all right? And just agree and overcome those. And, and, like, I make that sound super easy. I know it's not. So let me digress on that for a second. When someone gives you an objection, ah, DJ, I, I'm busy right now. I have time to talk. Dude, I totally understand. Like, Absolutely. I get it. I, I'm calling you out of the blue. I didn't think that you were we're going to have free time. Like you're a successful business owner, right? You're a busy vice president of operations. You're a super busy facility maintenance. You got a, a maintenance coordinator. You've got a big facility to take care of. Look, man, I'm just trying to make your life easier. Okay. Do you have five minutes later on today that you, that you could carve out a quick phone call with me? If not, what's a day later on this week that works better for you? Right? Cause now I'm like, here it is. And if you say no to that, well, here, man, just tell me what else you want. It's like you want a cheeseburger, and if you don't like cheeseburgers, just tell me where else you want to go eat. And I promise it won't be hard as hard as trying to decide where to eat with your girlfriend or your wife, right? <laughs> That's like the never-ending conversation. <laughs> you have to understand that when you get to the end, and they're like, yeah, sure, man, sounds fantastic. We can talk next Friday at four 15. Your level of professionalism that comes after that will lay the groundwork for what is expected of you and then what they expect better yet of the competition, okay? So most people don't realize is that professionalism happens before the sale. Customer service happens after something goes wrong, okay? A lot of times people get those two like interlaced. Customer service and professionalism are completely separate. Professionalism is how you handle yourself all the way leading up to the point that the customer says yes, I want to do business with you, because you can't service them. You're they're not your customer. You can't they're not your client. You can't do anything. That is all professionalism. That's sending a calendar invite to let them know. That's uh, sending them an agenda for the call. Sending them over a list of references ahead of sending the quote. You're like you guys have to rethink how you're selling and how you're unpacking this this stuff that has just been laid into your mind and how you think it's supposed to be done. The most dangerous thing an entrepreneur can do, and especially a millennial entrepreneur, because the market is changing changing dramatically quicker than it was 10, 15, 20 years ago, right? Because of technology, it's everything was at a, at a higher rate of speed. You have to understand as a millennial entrepreneur that you need to be looking how you do your business and how your business functions all the time. Because a change in market dynamic over here might be able to shift how this part of your business works. Now all of a sudden, it just catapults in the sky, right? Uh, my buddy Keith talks about it all the time. He just says it's not linear; it's uh, geometric. Like, and I was like, oh man! And I was watching Iron Man the other day, and he's like, oh, and he like blows up. Like, That's how business is, right? Uh, but you have to understand that what you do after you get that appointment greatly affects the amount of professionalism you project into the entire sales process, okay? So if you send this guy a handwritten note or this girl a handwritten note, after you get off the phone, thanks so much for taking my call, look forward to our call next week, out, cost what, 85 cents? But the impact that that makes is dramatic and the ability, the influence that you'll have on these people um, it is huge, so. Those are my three, four, five tips. I don't know. That was a lot. Uh, my voice is about gone. So I got to wrap it up here. Any questions? If you guys are watching, I know we got a couple people on here watching right now live. Uh, drop them down in the comments and let me know. Uh, if you're listening on the podcast, Appreciate you, YouTube. Drop me a comment. Let me know where you're from. Love it. YouTube's been been picking up, man. Been picking up probably 10, 15 subscribers a week. So we're building this momentum, man. Chugging along, chug along, chug along. You know, been about four years now of doing this, putting content out. I was watching some of my old YouTube videos the other day. <laughs> Come a long way, man. <laughs> and that just goes to show you that no matter where you're at in life, it doesn't it doesn't determine where you can go, it just determines where you start. Nino Cobain said that, right? It doesn't it doesn't determine where you're going to get to. It just merely determines where you start at, right? We all have a different starting point. Um, you know, it's when I moved out of my house, like I was homeless for a couple weeks. Like that was a starting point. Like you, you can you can get past that stuff with the right mental strength, right? I call that the millennial mindset. And we are we are some of the most resourceful people I think this world has ever seen. <clears throat> and having this technology in our fingertips um, makes business uh, makes business awesome. So uh, Matthew said that he uh, when's your audio book coming out? So uh, Matthew, the audio book is actually going to be um, on the back end of the uh, funnel. So you're gonna have to buy the uh, new release, which is the 2.0 release of uh, Phenomenal Phone Calls, and then you'll be able to get the audio book back there. But uh, if you guys are interested, leave a comment below. I'll give you a special link uh, once this thing launches, and you'll be able to get the book, the ebook 50% off, and the audio book, 50% off. So uh, as for a special for watching the show here. So uh, appreciate you guys. Uh, Matt said he enjoyed it on the Kindle version. So, yeah, you already got on the Kindle version. Sorry, man, got to buy it twice to get the audio version. Just how the funnels work, right? Um, but no, I, I really enjoy you guys Let me – come into your life every week, um, help motivate you, help inspire you, help educate you, train you, increase your knowledge base so that you can then go out there, increase your income, make your lives better, do it for yourself, for your family, for your community. Um, and, and really, I just think that this just creates a ripple effect of just making a world a better place. So, um, if you're interested in the ebook, Drop a comment down below, um, and if you're not on my email list where you're getting my constant updates, man, we throw out, you know, when the when the video goes live, I send you a little notification for that. Um, we send out some motivational quotes every once in a while, uh, articles, just resourceful stuff. If you're following me here on Facebook, you know the kind of content I put out. It's curated stuff, so just online. i am be trying to sell shit all the time. Um, I just want you to grow as a millennial entrepreneur because I think ultimately we have the ability over the next 30, 40 years to really make this world um, better than it's ever been, I truly believe that in my heart. So, if you want to check out the book, if it's right for you, fantastic. If not, totally understand. Um, everybody's got you know tight budgets, and, and and everybody's at a different place in life. I remember there was a point in time where I could afford a seven dollar ebook, book, but um, now can't. So, <laughs> but I hope you guys are doing well. Uh, thanks for watching. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, if you're watching on YouTube, hit the subscribe button. If you liked watching it here on Facebook smash that share button leave me a comment let me know where you're from thanks for tuning in on the podcast until next time i'm coach carroll this is the sales factory see you guys